Welcome to Some Like It Pop, Broadway World's Pop Culture Podcast. I am Broadway World and Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini, and as always, I'm joined by the brains of our operation, Broadway World's Jennifer McHugh. Jen, the last few days, I've been singing a lot of Hamilton to myself, uh, in the eye of a hurricane specifically, because... Uh, just lived through one of those. That was fun. Uh, you can follow Jen on Twitter at EponyQ. That's E-P-O-N-I-N-E-Q. And you can follow me at B-W-W-M-A-T-T. You can follow the show on Twitter at S-L-I-P Podcast. Jen, we are now doing our latest Wish, Want, and Will episode. We normally do these for the Emmys and the Oscars. We normally do these with a wager of some sort. We haven't discussed this, uh, this wager yet, so we will do that at the end of the show. As of yet... I have not won one of our wagers. I don't anticipate winning this one either, but stranger things have happened. No pun intended, uh, but stranger things have happened. So we'll see what happens with the Emmy Awards on Sunday night on CBS. Stephen Colbert will be hosting the Emmys this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. You can follow along and watch with us. Maybe, Jen, uh, you guys don't get that live over on the West Coast, do you? I think we do. I think the only thing we don't get, we don't get the Tonys live, but uh, because it's in New York, but I think everything taped out here, we get live. Okay. So maybe we, uh, we can tweet a little bit. I know you hate live tweeting, but uh, maybe I'll tweet live uh, a little bit from the uh, SLIP podcast Twitter. And maybe you can chime in occasionally if you don't recoil too much by live tweeting. You go right ahead. Okay. So how we do this is for many of the categories, not all of them, but for many of the categories, we will tell you what we wish had been included or something that had been changed in this category, what we want to win the category, and what we think will win the category. Those wills will be our official guesses. We won't do a wish and want for every category, but for everything we talk about, we both will have a will. Uh, a real quick Emmy update. Last weekend, they did all of the Creative Arts Emmys, and that included the things, some of the things for our purposes that are interesting. The guest acting uh, winners, the outstanding guest actress in a drama series, went to Alexis Bledel from The Handsmaid tale outstanding guest actor in a drama series went to gerald mcgraney uh, also known as major dad he was on this is us outstanding guest actress in a comedy series went to saturday night lives melissa mccarthy also winning in the outstanding guest actor in a comedy series was a saturday night live host that was dave chappelle he beat out some of our favorites lin-manuel miranda from saturday night lives appearance and Riz Ahmed from Girls. We're going to talk about Riz a little bit more lately. But Jen, did you have any issues with those four guest actor and actress winners? No, not at all. I mean, obviously I love Lynn and uh, I don't watch Girls because I can't. Um, but I I thought Dave Chappelle, he's one of my favorite comedians. And I thought he was, uh, it was the episode literally the Saturday after the election. And I thought it was just the, it was probably the defining moment of the season for me. So, and that's, you know, in the company of Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I don't have an issue with that. I think that that was a good choice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alexis Bledel, always been one of my favorites uh, since Gilmore Girls. The Gilmore Girls reboot was not so good. So there were no nominations for that. So at least she won for this. But all right, Jen, let's dive into the categories uh, for the Emmys that are going to be announced on Sunday. The first one is Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. We're just going to make our predictions in this one uh, because I don't know how much of these we actually watched. But Jen, why don't you go ahead and go first? <laughs> this is such an obvious category. I don't think we even really need to spend a lot of time on it. But what do you think is going to win in the Outstanding Sketch Variety Series category? Well, I mean, like you said, I feel like 
all of these are very worthy nominees. I, I'm mm-hmm. a fan of most of them. I've never seen the Tracy Ullman show, but I've watched all the others and I love all of them. But I feel like the star this season, that's all that's been talked about. I, I don't think uh, I, I really think it's Saturday Night Lives to lose. If anything other than Saturday Night Live wins, I will be absolutely shocked. Okay, moving on to Outstanding Variety Talk Series. Jen, I would love to say that uh, I think Samantha B is going to win for Full Frontal. I don't think she is. I really w- If we had done a wish in this category, it would be um, that I wish Real Time with Bill Maher was not something that existed anymore, let alone that we were nominating and praising. But nonetheless, Bill Maher is uh, actually nominated in this category. Uh, but, Jen, I'm going to go with Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I mean, that is, to me, the preeminent show when it comes to blending comedy and politics. I think Samantha Bee's show is fantastic as well. But to me, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver will win the Emmy for Outstanding Variety talk series. Last Week Tonight is my probably my favorite show of the week. I'm going to go with Samantha Bee, though. Oh, okay. Interesting. She she had a little bit more press, I think, because of the election. She spent a little bit more time focusing on that. So I could see that. Absolutely. But I will um, like I would like to thank John Oliver for the uh, giant tribute to Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania this past weekend. Yeah, your hometown. Very, very close to my hometown. So big shout out. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, outstanding reality competition program. Jen, what do you have winning this one? Uh, I think my prediction would be god i wish all reality shows would fall off the face of the earth (laughs) i couldn't care less about one show in this category so it's just a wild pick and i'm just gonna go with uh drag race who cares i I think that has an actual legitimate shot to win i'm gonna pick the voice just because this is the emmys and the emmys suck um actually i actually don't dislike the voice but um, they're so easy you know they they go with everything that old white people like so i figure it's going to be the voice but i wouldn't be surprised if rupaul's drag race actually did if i had to rank them that's what i would put as number two Uh, and that's overlooking the amazing race which seems to win every year but i i'm going to go with the voice but keep an eye out for rupaul's drag race Okay, um, next up in the Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie category, since we're getting into the actors, I'll read through the nominees. The nominees are Bill Camp from The Night Of, Alfred Molina from Feud, Bet and Joan, Alexander Skarsgård from Big Little Lies, David Thewlis from Fargo, Stanley Tucci from Feud, Bet and Joan, and Michael K. Williams from The Night Of. Uh, Jen, I really, really wish I could say Michael K. Williams was going to win from The Night Of, but I... I mean, apparently this big little lie thing is uh, a runaway train and Alexander Skarsgård's probably going to win. I agree. Um, I would vote for him just because of the hotness level. Um, But I... Him being Michael K. Williams? Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Michael K. Williams, I wouldn't kick out of the room either. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But uh, Alexander Skarsgård seems to be the favorite. I could not care less about big little lies. I hate... The majority of the people in this movie and I just ref- or this series and I just refuse to watch it. So all the all of these picks are going to be through gritted teeth, but I'll agree with you on that one. Okay, fair enough. Moving on to the outstanding supporting actress and limited series or TV movie category, we've got Judy Davis in a feud, Bet and Joan, Laura Dern for Big Little Lies. Broadway's own Jackie Hoffman, Feud, Bet and Joan, Regina King, American Crime, Michelle Pfeiffer, The Wizard of Lies, Shailene Woodley, Big Little Lies. I'm sticking with Big Little Lies, Jen and going Laura Dern. 
me too, but I'm going to pretend it's for Twin Peaks. We're going to have to talk about Twin Peaks at some point, or, or more accurately, let you talk about it because uh, I didn't watch it. But it's so interesting watching the divergent opinions on everything Twin Peaks online. So on our next episode, when we get back to a normal kind of thing, maybe I'll give you five minutes to to rant on Twin Peaks because I'm interested to hear your thoughts, good or bad. Well, I'm not going to rant. I'm going to well, rave and everyone else is wrong. So, Oh, I didn't mean rant necessarily. Is I just meant kind of you go off for five minutes and talk about whether you liked it or not. So It's not a problem. All right, cool. All right, now moving into our first wish, want, and will category. Uh, it will be Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Louis Anderson for Baskets, Alec Baldwin for Saturday Night Live, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ty Burrell for Modern Family, Tony Hale from Veep, and Matt Walsh from Veep. Jen, why don't you lead us off with your wish? Well, in a couple of these wishes, I have one or two because the Emmys like you do. Like, I think we bitch about the Emmys and the Grammys more than anything because they just suck. Yes. But we're such huge fans of TV that we just kind of have to deal with it. So my wishes for supporting actor in a comedy series are two gentlemen who I adore. One is Ted Danson from The Good Place, who was absolutely remarkable and pulled out the rug from underneath me like I have never felt in years from a comedy and I have to give it out to Tim Simons from Veep, um, my favorite show on television Who I'm that I'm heartbroken that it's ending. And I honestly, prediction here, feel like it's going to end with him becoming the president. It seems like he's the only cast member from that show that didn't get nominated. So, uh, yeah, I can understand wishing he was. So, very cool. All right. My wish is for Hank Azaria to have been nominated for Brockmire. Uh, I would have loved for him to be nominated. That show is so goofy and weird, um, but so funny and so just wrong. Um, but you have to love it because Hank Azaria is fantastic. So I wish that Hank Azaria had been nominated. My want for this category is Ted Danson. He's not nominated, but like you said, he delivered, in my opinion, the best performance in a comedy all season, uh, from an act, from a supporting actor in this category kind of thing. Um, but Ted Danson's fantastic. The fact that he was not nominated is criminal. Trust me, I will be talking about The Good Place more than once coming up in the future. So, Jen, what is your want in this category? My want is Titus Burgess. Um, mm. I think he's overdue. His character in Kimmy Schmidt is just unparalleled. And I really feel like his acceptance speech would be very entertaining. So oh. I would be rooting for Titus. Would he sing it? Do you think he'd sing it? Oh, we could only hope. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. All right. Fair enough. For the will in this category, I, I mean, Louis Anderson was such a shock last year. I, I just don't see him having a chance uh, to repeat that. The Veep guys, it's hard to ever pick against Veep, but I'm going to say it's not going to be them just because they might pull each other votes. Ty Burrell. Okay. Um, but I will be shocked if it is not Alec Baldwin for his season-long portrayal of Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. I just feel like that has captured the zeitgeist of American popular culture so much that he's actually coming back next season. I, I will personally just be really surprised if Alec Baldwin doesn't win in this category. Yeah, I have to agree. I have a feeling it's going to be a very politically charged evening, not only with Stephen Colbert hosting, who's, you know, kind of his his show has skyrocketed to the top of the ratings because of his stance. And um, I, I can't see Alec Baldwin not walking away with it. And, oh, won't that make the 
commander in chief upset. <laughs> oh, the tweets will be awesome. Cause you know, Donald Trump, like he wants nothing more than to be accepted by Hollywood. Like that's what he's wanted for decades. The fact that he never won an Emmy for, um, that stupid ass apprentice show, uh, that still eats at him more than anything in the world. So the fact that ever all of Hollywood hates him and that they're going to award somebody for making an ass of him. I'm sure we'll get plenty of tweets about it. All right. Moving on to outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Jen, my wish is the legendary, the phenomenal, the great and the good Rita Moreno. I wish that she had been nominated for Netflix's one day at a time. She is such a joy to watch in anything. Um, loved her on Jane the Virgin. Uh, and she's just so fun. And I, I, I feel like if One Day at a Time had been released by Netflix closer to the eligibility deadline, that it probably would have gotten more recognition because it's just one of those shows that everybody loved. But I feel like because it was released months and months and months ago, people kind of forgot about it. So I wish that Rita Moreno had been represented for One Day at a Time. Uh, my wish is mostly personal because I just love this woman as a human and as a comedian. And I kind of wish June Diane Raphael had been nominated from Grace and Frankie. She co-hosts with her husband, Paul Shear another one of my favorite podcasts called How Did This Get Made with Jason Manzukis. And she's also she's turned out to be quite a comedic actress. And, you know, in the shadows of Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, that's no uh, small feat. Very, very good point. Those those people at, that lead Grace and Frankie are legends, and if you can get a laugh in between them, you're doing something well. All right, my want in this category is Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. I honestly kind of want her to win just from her coverage of the Olympics, let alone the uh, uh, her performance on Saturday Night Live. She's hilarious. She's so different than what we normally get on Saturday Night Live. But I would love to see her win this category. I don't think she will, but I would love that nonetheless. What about you, Jen? I, this is another one of those categories where you like everybody in it, and I love Leslie Jones. My want is Anna Klumski from Veep because she's never won, and she's so wonderful. She, her character's kind of my hero on Veep. She just doesn't take shit from anybody but just gets shit on 100% of the time, and that's just very relatable to me. <laughs> she's she's everybody's girl, right? She's my girl. No? No? Not good? Okay. All right, Jen, why don't you go ahead and hit me with who you think will win in this category? I think this is going to be another no-brainer that just seems so obvious. I think it's got to go to Kate McKinnon again. Um, not only is she delightful and wonderful on Saturday Night Live, this was a very, very important year on that show. And uh, with Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump and her playing Hillary Clinton, I mean, the kind the odds were kind of stacked in their favor, mm -hmm. but both of them delivered under very extenuating circumstances. And I don't I have a problem with her winning again. No. And the fact is that not only did she play Hillary Clinton, but she literally seemed to play every other female character from the political world all season. She played Kellyanne Conway. Um, she played somebody. I don't remember who else, but she's played literally like every female in the political sphere. So if she doesn't win, I will be absolutely dumbfounded with that one. Not to mention the episode after the election when she actually had a, a poignant moment and came oh. out and sang hallelujah. It was really tough. And it was a very dramatic moment on a comedic show. And it was it was very poignant and um, kind of therapeutic. You know what's interesting, Jen? You mentioned that Kate McKinnon is 
not by any means a great singer, but that wasn't the point of that. I always find Saturday Night Live to be at its best when it breaks its own tried and true mold. I feel like it did that with that moment with the hallelujah and also with Dave Chappelle's monologue, which was just so different than what the normal monologues are like. It was literally just him doing stand up and they wouldn't let him just go as long as he wanted. Um, and to me, those are some of the highlights of the entire season. So I wish that SNL would capitalize on this renewed attention and kind of let the incredible talents that they have both as members of their cast and as guest hosts, just kind of go and do things a little bit outside the box. I mean, still one of the greatest moments in Saturday Night Live history was Andy Kaufman lip syncing to a record of the theme to Mighty Mouse. And like, that's such an iconic moment that would never happen on today's Saturday Night Live. So you mentioned Hallelujah. I would like to see them kind of do some things outside of the box a little more, but it's hard to argue with the success they're having this year. Okay, moving on to the Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series category. The nominees are, um, I realize we didn't do the nominees for the last category. Oops. Anyway, the Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series nominees are Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul, Ron Cephas Jones for This Is Us, David Harbour for Stranger Things, Michael Kelly for House of Cards, John Lithgow for The Crown, Mandy Patinkin from Homeland, not great comment, and Jeffrey Wright from Westworld. I just realized there's a, there's three Tony winners in that category. Very nice. Okay, Jen, my wish for this category, I wish that the delightfully bonkers and weird Ian McShane had been nominated for Mr. Wednesday from American Gods. It seems like I... I loved pretty much everything that Brian Fuller's put on TV, from Pushing Daisies uh, to Hannibal. There was that one show set out at Niagara Falls that I can never remember the name of. Uh, Wonder Falls, maybe, I don't remember. But they never get nominated. So Hannibal never really got nominated. American Gods really didn't get nominated at all. But I would have loved to have seen Ian McShane nominated for playing Mr. Wednesday. Well, my wish, uh, I don't know if you remember, but the day the Emmy nominations came out, I went on a tirade that this person was ignored, and that's Michael McKeon on Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. It was his season. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but the unraveling mental state of this character was a performance for the ages, and I cannot believe he was not nominated. It was shameful. Anytime Michael McKeon's in anything, it's great. So I totally get that. All right. In this category, my want is for Ron Cephas Jones to win the Emmy. Uh, He seems like a long shot to me, but someone who might have an outside chance just because of how beloved This Is Us has been all season. Ron Cephas Jones, a a theater guy at heart, and I just feel bad for him because he just keeps getting killed off really good TV shows. Um, Spoiler alert. Um, And, of course, the Hamilton connection, Jen. So, obviously, I'm sure you're even – even though you loved him on Mr. Robot, you're even more predisposed because his daughter was an original cast member of Hamilton. Uh, But my want would be for Ron Cephas Jones to win for This Is Us. I do adore him and I adore his daughter. I just, you know, won't watch that show because I hate NBC. Um, w- good place with standing. <laughs> yeah. And Saturday um, Night Live. Whatever. Uh, my want is, sticking with the same theme, is Jonathan Banks because I love Better Call Saul. I know you still haven't jumped on the be- Breaking Bad train, so I don't spoil anything. But he has played this character on Breaking Bad and on Better Call Saul. But this is more of an origin story, so you kind of see how he fell in to uh, who he is on Breaking Bad. And he's just magnificent. He's he's an old character actor, and he's just great, and I would love it if he just got up there and was recognized for his work. All right. Fair enough. 
I'm for my. Well, I'll let you go first. Uh, who, who do you think will win in this category, Jen? Uh, John Lithgow seems to be my pick. Yeah, uh, I, I, that's mine as well. I, he's John Lithgow. He's a Tony winner. He's an Emmy winner. Um, just earlier this week on Wednesday, it was announced that he's coming back to Broadway in a one-man show. He's great. Jen, did you watch The Crown? I didn't. Um, my mom loves it, so that is immediate, an immediate red flag. But I, I do want I, – I love history, especially British history, so I do want to watch it. Uh, I just need to be in the right mindset. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I, I watched the, the whole thing. I kind of binge-watched it over the holidays, I think, and I was surprised at how uneventful it was, but yet how impactful it was. And John Lithgow gives a great performance as Winston Churchill, so – the whole thing of the crown was kind of underwhelming when you look at it compared to like shows that have supernatural things or a lot of terrorism or robots that come to life. It really isn't this big dramatic show, but the performances were understated and really important and impactful and, and moving. So I think John Lithgow is going to win and I got no problem with that, I guess. Yeah. How can you not like John Lithgow? I mean, He's just so versatile to be a serial killer in Dexter and to be a goofy alien on Third Rock and then to turn around and be Winston Churchill. He does no wrong. And He's just a wonderful human. And another show that got no nominations that I think – I don't know that it maybe showed up, but I wouldn't have minded if it did. He played – no spoilers here – maybe a serial killer, maybe not a serial killer – on trial and error as well. So just the fact that he did such two <laughs> divergent roles in the same television season from Winston Churchill to an absolute, absolutely bumbling poet accused of murdering his wife. It just shows you how great and wonderful he is. He's also a Tony winner for a musical and, you know, done multiple musicals on Broadway. He's just, he's so good. He's the best. Okay. Moving on to outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. The, Nominees are Uzo Aduba from Orange is the New Black, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, Anne Dowd, who did not win in the guest actress category for The Leftovers, which we'll get to that later. Um, for The Handmaid's Tale, Chrissy Metz from This Is Us, Tandy Newton from Westworld, and Samira Wiley from The Handmaid's Tale. Jen, what is your wish in this category? Because I think we might have the same one, maybe. We do not. Um, I guarantee it. Okay. My, wi my wish is Vera Farmiga from Bates Motel. Hmm. Uh, I feel like this show, either people loved it or hated it. It didn't get a lot, if any, love for any award nominations, but I think her portrayal was of Norma Bates was very consistent over the years. And I'm not going to give anything away, but the turn her character takes in the last season, we'll leave it at that. Um, if you know the lore, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, was very an interesting role to play, and I think she was underrated. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Bates Motel, but I haven't watched the last two seasons. It was just one of those things, like you said, it just kind of slips under the radar. It's on A&E, but it's not one of their heavily publicized shows. So um, she's great. I've loved up until that point, and I, I will probably eventually watch the last two. Just casting, casting Rihanna, it just was like, really? Yeah, whatever. I, anyway. Oh, my God. That was, that was torture. I... Yeah. I my roommate and I had to like suffer through those two episodes. Well, it was just two. I thought it was a whole season, but anyway, um, I'll catch up on those at some point, but Vera is fantastic. My wish for this category. Do you want to guess what it is? Since you know that I thought you might have it as well. Uh, I'm guessing the leftovers are rectify. 
Nope. Um, it was my wish for this category is Aubrey Plaza from Legion. Um, her oh, character is nice. just, yeah, her character. I don't even know. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what her character was from that season. There's a lot of things from Legion. I couldn't tell you what the hell it was. Um, but she was just so good and so weird and so creepy and doing so many different things because sometimes she was a real person. Sometimes she was the figment of an imagination, uh, which I'm assuming is also something that is true for Bates Motel. But, you know, she was just so weird and so quirky and so perfect. I really, really enjoyed everything about Legion, but I really, really enjoyed Aubrey Plaza in a role that literally defies explanation. Great call. Totally forgot about that. Absolutely great call. Yeah. All right. So my want for this category, as I said, Ann Dowd did not win for The Leftovers. She was the only person nominated from The Leftovers, which is literally all you need to know about why the Emmys suck. But I do want her to win for The Handmaid's Tale. I thought The Handmaid's Tale was unbelievably incredible television and it could not have been more perfectly timed if it had been planned because it honestly wasn't planned they filmed all of this before all of the craziness with the election and then that it came out on the heels of the election of the inauguration and just so perfectly summed up the fears of many people it it was perfect. And then the fact that the the iconography of that television show became a rallying point for activists and protests around the country, it is uh, of the moment. And I think it's a really fantastic television series. And I think Ann Dowd is incredible in it. She took what very easily could have been a cardboard villain and turned her into somebody who had a lot of depth and you could understand why she did the terrible things that she did because Ann Dowd is one of our great actresses. So I want Ann Dowd to win for The Handmaid's Tale. Same feelings about Leftovers, same feelings about Handmaid's Tale, same want. Ann Dowd is way underrated. Absolutely. She's the best. All right. For the will in this category, I went back and forth a lot on this one, Jen. I, I think Tandy Newton could potentially win for Westworld because she's literally her and Jeffrey Wright are were the only compelling parts of that entire thing. Like Ed Harris was good for an episode or two, and then I completely lost interest in him. But but Newton and Wright were consistently good and interesting throughout. So I think she could win just on the heels of the HBO prestige thing. But to me, I think it's actually going to come down to Millie Bobby Brown and Chrissy Metz. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown played 11 on Stranger Things. Chrissy Metz, one of the big three on This Is Us. Uh, I I think that the win is probably, I'm going to say my will is going to be Chrissy Metz because I think This Is Us has a little bit more momentum than Stranger Things does. So I'm going to go Chrissy Metz, although I would not be surprised if Millie or even Tandy actually ended up winning. But Chrissy Metz, uh, completely deserving. She's very good on the show. Um, Not who I would necessarily pick, but I I think she's probably got the upper hand at this point. As stated before, I refuse to watch the show, but I heard very good things about her. But I'm going to go with Tandy Newton. Um, I feel like this is Westworld's best shot at a win. Um, and it's gotten a lot of buzz and a lot of nominations, but I think this is where their win will come. So I'm going to go with Tandy Newton. Yeah, n- not a bad pick there. It's a terrible show, but somehow people watch it. Anyway, okay, moving on to Outstanding Lead Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie. We're not going to do a, a wish or a want here because, frankly, Jen and I didn't watch a lot of these because a lot of them are not all that interesting. But uh, Jen 
I'll read through the nominees because there are some names that people know. We have Riz Ahmed for the night of Benedict Cumberbatch from Sherlock, the lying detective. And it bothers me that this is in the limited series or TV movie thing because it was part of a season, whatever. Robert De Niro for The Wizard of Lies, Ewan McGregor for Fargo, Jeffrey Rush for Genius, and John Turturro for The Night of. Jen, I really wish that John Turturro had been nominated in the supporting category because in that case, I think The Night of could have won in both categories. But I think that Riz Ahmed will win in this category. I agree with both of the the things you just said. I think it, it was more to me, uh, it felt a little bit more about John Turturro, but I don't feel like it was, he was the main character. So I feel like it could have worked, but I agree that he should have been nominated in supporting. And I agree that Riz will win. And also he's super hot and he's uh, featured on the Hamilton mixtape in the song immigrants. We get the job done. Thank you. <laughs> And Immigrants We Get the Job won just won a MTV Video Music Award a week or so ago. What the hell? Who would have thought a show tune inspired music video would win an MTV Music Award in 2017? But it did. You said Immigrants We Get the Job won. And I'm going to forgive Matt because it's like midnight his time and he stayed up late to record this for yeah. me. So we're going to forgive you. him for that. I appreciate it. I didn't even realize I said that. But yes, they won and they got the job done. All right. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. The nominees are Carrie Coon for Fargo. Fucking A. Uh, Felicity Huffman for American Crime. Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies. Jessica Lange feud Betty, Bet and Joan. Susan Sarandon feud Bet and Joan. Reese Witherspoon, Big Little Lies. I'm glad Carrie Coon got a nomination. How she was not nominated for The Leftovers is whatever. We'll talk about that. She's not going to win, though. I mean, Nicole Kidman's going to win. Whatever. Yeah, uh, if you don't want to hear us bitching about the lack of love for leftovers, <laughs> you need to listen to something off. else. Yeah, because turn us off it's now. only going to get worse from here on out. Uh, in this category, Carrie Coon's the only person I care about. And it's not because I don't like Felicity Huffman. I've just never seen American Crime. I watched a few of Bette and Joan. It, I, I have such a problem with Susan Sarandon now, but I'm not going to get political. And I hate <laughs> Big Little Lies. And I really hate Nicole Kidman. But I agree. I think she's going to win. Yeah, Felicity Huffman is awesome, by the way, but American Crime I've never got into, and I didn't watch the other ones. So, uh, all right, I guess uh, Mrs. Keith Urban is going to win this one. Or I guess he might actually be Mr. Nicole Kidman, in all fairness. But, uh, yeah, I think she's going to win. All right. Definitely a who has better hair couple. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in plastic surgery. Okay, uh, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. The nominees are Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Aziz Ansari from Master of None, Zach Galifianakis for Baskets, Donald Glover for Atlanta, William H. Macy for Shameless, and Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. Jen, my wish in this category is that William H. Macy had not been nominated. Not because I don't love William H. Macy, speaking of Felicity Huffman, love them both, but Shameless is not a freaking comedy. There is no reason that Shameless should be in a comedy series category at all. I understand that they petitioned to be in there. That petition should not be granted. Shameless, while humorous at times, is unbelievably depressing at times. This is not a comedy. William H. Macy should not be nominated in this category. I think the three big faults with the Emmys are they're creatures of habit. So if someone gets nominated once, they're nominated for the next 10 years. Hi, David Hyde Pierce. Two, They only recognize shows that are very, very popular and get very good ratings. Every once in a while, they branch out. But like The Leftovers, Beating a Dead Horse, um, they just tend to ignore them. And three, they 
categorize things insanely to get people nominations. Like, so like Orange is the New Black is not a comedy. I'm sorry. And neither is Shameless. So I agree with you. My wish is Will Forte for The Last Man on Earth. I know you love that show. And I feel like his performance in it is just really overlooked because it's oh. goofy and because the scenario is preposterous, although not so much anymore. Um, I feel like <laughs> his subtleties and the way he handled, I just think he's a great actor and coming out of Saturday Night Live as a comedian, he's really kind of proven his acting chops. So I wish he had been nominated. Boom. Yeah. I want that too. Uh, anyway. Okay. In the want category, I'm just going to go with Zach Galifianakis. I think Zach Galifianakis is absurdly interesting. I first knew him on a show where he was not funny called True Calling, which I've talked about before. It was not a great show, but it was super interesting. And he was like the boring sidekick. And then he does The Hangover. And then he does Between Two Ferns. And now he's doing Baskets. Just supremely interesting to me. I don't think he's going to win. I actually think it's kind of a surprise he got nominated. But I would have no problem with Zach Galifianakis winning in this category. Jen, what's your want? My want is Aziz or Zach. <laughs> uh, they're two of my favorite comedians. And like you said, I know you don't watch Baskets, but he plays twins very different from each other. And he is a really good actor and he's such a weird dude, but he just does. He's like has that Will Ferrell thing where he just does whatever the hell he wants. And I love it. And Aziz was really given a performance this year. Master of None season two was really something to be reckoned with. So I wish either of them would win, but I do have a bias towards comedians. Yeah. And that takes us to the will here. Jen, I, I don't know if you agree with me, but to me, this one seems like a foregone conclusion as well. I think Anthony Anderson in Blackish is fantastic. And, and I think Blackish is an incredibly important show, but I don't think he's winning. I think Donald Glover for Atlanta is pretty much a done deal as far as I can tell. Yeah, you you led into that weird. I thought you were saying I know. <laughs> Anthony, I Anthony Anderson was a yeah, but I agree. I think Donald Glover is about as sure thing as Saturday Night Live is. And interestingly enough, his co-star from that show who plays Paperboy on Atlanta, who was in the original Broadway production of Book of Mormon, and I can't remember his name. He's coming to Broadway in the spring with Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. He's coming to Broadway in the new Kenneth Lonergan play called Lobby Hero with Michael Sarah and Chris Evans in the spring. But he was actually nominated for his guest appearance on This Is Us. So he didn't get a nomination for Atlanta, but he did get a nomination uh, in the guest acting category. But uh, yeah, Atlanta... Donald Glover, this seems like a uh, you know a pretty no-brainer here. All right, moving on to the Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series category. The nominees are Pamela Adlin from Better Things, Jane Fonda from Grace and Frankie, Allison Janney from Mom, Ellie Kemper from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus from Veep, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Lily Tomlin from Grace and Frankie. Jen, what do you wish was something about this category that had happened? I, I, I picked two, and I feel like you'll either pick the same two or agree with them both wholeheartedly. And oh, I've got one them is, both. One is Kristen Bell for The Good Place, and the other is Rachel Bloom for Crazy oh. Ex-Girlfriend. No, don't have them both. I actually didn't watch season two of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I like that show. I don't love it. I, would, I wish uh, that Pamela Adlin would win, but she's not my official wish. My official wishes are Kristen Bell and Gina Rodriguez from the other CW show, Jane the Virgin. Um, I think she gave an incredible performance this season um, with 
her husband dying and going through that. I thought it was a great, great performance and a great, great show. It's my favorite show on TV. And Kristen Bell, again, showing that she can do just about anything on The Good Place. And it's criminal that that's not nominated. But my wishes were Kristen Bell and Gina Rodriguez. So we overlapped a little bit and we're on the same network for the other one. All right. So what about your want? What's your want, Jen? My want is for a dark horse to come in, and that would be in the name of Lily Tomlin. Um, I think that would be... (laughs) One of the greatest comedians of all time is a dark horse. I think it would be the coolest to give a 70-something-year-old broad an Emmy. She's awesome. Her speech would be fantastic. And I just... Oh, I just went a little Northeast Pennsylvania there. (laughs) Her speech would be fantastic. And uh, I think – I just thought it would be pretty cool. I love that her and Jane Fonda are just, like, kicking ass in their 70s along with Martin Short and – Sam Waterston. Sam Waterston. Martin yeah. Short. Jesus. Martin Sheen. It's, I'm, not, I'm even, it's hours, not even midnight I, for you. I'm three hours behind you and I'm losing my mind. Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston. Yeah. That would be great as well. My want is from the Ted Danson variety. I want someone to win who's not even nominated. In fact, I don't even know if the Emmy voters know who the hell this person is or what this show is. But I want Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag to win. She deserves to win this Emmy so much. That show is so good. And it's coming back for a season two, like in 2027. There, It's it's actually like 2019 or something. But that show is so good. I, I know you were shocked when I said I loved it. But I want her to win over my beloved Kristen Bell and Gina Rodriguez. She is the person who I wish would actually walk home with this trophy. But she wasn't nominated. But nonetheless, she is my want. Okay, Jane, speaking of foregone conclusions, I will not bet against Julia Louis-Dreyfus in this category. It might be foolish, but at this point, if you, you bet against her in this category, you're an idiot, Because, in my opinion. Because she's won, I think it's up now to 37 Emmys in this category? I think this will be her 38th, yes, correct. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, she's the best, and I know it's... I just bitched about people being in habits, but some people, like... You can't give this woman enough awards because not only is her character brilliant and the show is brilliant, she's a wonderful person. She gives incredibly entertaining speeches and you can't fault them for voting for her. Everyone in this category is worthy, but she's the queen. And since Veep's going on its last season, I, you know I'm going to root for everything that they get. Yep, absolutely. I don't think anyone would be upset if she won. All right, coming down to the home stretch, Jen, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. There were actually seven nominees. That means that there was a tie in the nominations. The nominees are Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, Anthony Hopkins for Westworld, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, Matthew Reese from The Americans, Liev Schreiber from Ray Donovan, which I guess is still a thing, Kevin Spacey from House of Cards, and Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us. Jen, care to take a guess as to what my wish was? That Kevin Spacey wasn't nominated? Yes, but who do you think I wish was in that category instead? I'm guessing we have the same one, and that would be uh, Mr. Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) That is correct. The fact that Justin Theroux has not been nominated for this role ever is so absurd because he gives an unbelievable performance. And this is going to be echoed in the next one, but it's literally an unbelievable performance that deserves so much more recognition that it's getting. I feel like the only people who have ever really even watched this show, let alone talked about it, are TV critics and TV obsessives. But this is literally one of the best shows of this generation. And the lead actors, lead actor and actress, have never been nominated for it. It's 
absolutely mind-boggling to me, Jen. I agree with you, and I'm also going to throw in some love for our dear Aiden Young, who carried the show Rectify for its short-lived life, and it never never got any recognition. I, did he get nominated for a Golden Globe one year, or am I just making that up to make myself yeah, feel better? It seems like a, a Golden Globe nomination would have been possible, but uh, I don't know off the top of my head. So if you ever take anything away from this podcast, it's that watch The Leftovers, watch Rectify, watch The Good Place, and everything that Kristen Bell does. That's all we want you to ever take away from this podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's really the, that's like the thesis of what this show is. Um, in a very similar uh, vein, though, my want is that Matthew Reese will win. He's not going to win. But um, for a long time, The Americans, one of the other greatest shows on TV right now, had been overlooked. Recently, we got a little bit more love um, for the show. But I, I, I want Matthew Reese to win. He's not going to win, but I want him to. I knew you were going to say that, but you probably know that I'm going to say that I really want Bob Odenkirk to win because, hi, no shame comedian. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, a tough category that Kevin Spacey doesn't need to be in. We, He's a great actor. He does a great character. We get it. It's over. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, I, I have zero problem with Kevin Spacey as an actor. I have a lot of problems with House of Cards still getting recognized like it's a good television show. It's It's not. It's just, it's over. Move on. Um, anyway, in this category, who I think will win is somebody who I believe, Jen, he won last year. That's Sterling K. Brown. Different category, but he is the breakout from This Is Us, as far as I'm concerned. Jen, we, I know you don't watch it, but I know how much you enjoy Sterling K. Brown in general, and he is becoming you know, a, a pretty big star based off of the people versus OJ Simpson. And this is us. And it is so unbelievably richly deserved. So I'm going for my will as Sterling K Brown. And I'm going to agree. Um, I think with these two power roles that he got back to back and in, in the last two years, he's really jumped to the forefront of everybody's conversation. So I adore him and I, I wish him the best. <laughs> All right. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Claire Foy for The Crown. Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. Carrie Russell for The Americans. Evan Rachel Wood for West, whatever. Um, and Robin Wright, whatever, for House of Cards. <sighs> whatever. Okay. Um, my wish, Carrie fucking Coon. That's it. Same. Carrie fucking Coon. <laughs> okay. For your want, what do you want in this category, Jen? I think we have the same want too, and that's uh, Felicity herself, who's just kicking ass over there on the Americans. That they are finally getting some recognition, but we'd like them to get some wins. Um, actually, we're going to differ here. I would love for either Carrie Russell or Viola Davis to win because those are, I think, they're both incredible actors. I think Viola Davis might go down as the best actress of this generation on stage, screen, uh, large and small, anywhere. I think Viola Davis is amazing. I. I mean, Carrie Russell, I've had a crush on Carrie Russell for 20 years, and she turns in unbelievable performances on The Americans. But I got to say, there is something undefinably captivating about Claire Foy in The Crown, and I, I, I can't put a finger on it. Like I said with John Lithgow, it's that show is just it's so unintrusive that you don't realize how captivated and mesmerized you are by it. And there's something... And I think that really comes from her performance as Queen Elizabeth II. So I want her to win in this role. And uh, the way the tiebreaker I had between her and Carrie was 
Carrie's been doing the same role now, what, for five seasons, six seasons. She's going to have another season with it. Claire Foy is only going to get two seasons of The Crown before they recast Queen Elizabeth II as someone older. So she's got a much smaller window to win for this role. So that's why I went with her. But Jen, I'd be surprised if we didn't have the same will. Um, I think um, Elizabeth Moss is going to win. Like I said before about The Handmaid's Tale, it was a perfect show at the perfect time, and she was the perfect star for it. So I will be shocked if Elizabeth Moss does not win. I would have to agree. Um, Scientology (laughs) ties aside. Notwithstanding, yeah. (laughs) um, Which I still, we have to just break down the irony of what she's starring Uh in and what she... Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like that's a foregone conclusion, too. It's just it's just too politically charged and too uh, topical to, to let it slip by. All right. We're agreed there. Jen, if we do make a bet, we don't have a lot we're divergent on. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Um, OK, the outstanding TV movie category. We will just do the wills for this one. Our Black Mirror San Junipero Christmas of Many Colors, which I guess is a Dolly Parton thing. Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which starred Oprah Winfrey and Hamilton original cast member and former One Life to Live star Renee Lise Goldsberry. Sherlock, the lying detective. This was not a TV movie. This was a long uh, limited series episode and the wizard of lies. I think that could also be said, Jen, I, the fact that an episode of black mirror is in this category seems incredibly odd to me, especially because that actually has a longer season than Sherlock does. Um, it, it seems very bizarre to me. And again, it echoes back to what you said. The categories don't mean a damn, just whatever you want to be in uh, the TV movie category. Sure. Okay, fine. That being said, I don't watch black mirror. I don't like it, but I think it's probably going to win anyway. The only reason I can justify it is that Sherlock or Black Mirror is a comp- is a different sh- show every time. It's a different cast. It's a different story. There's no through line. Sherlock has a little bit of through line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's a fair point. So, and I love Black Mirror. Um, I think it's a modern day Twilight Zone. I think it's fantastic, and it's usually very depressing and grave. And this episode was not. It, it was very hopeful. It was very, like, um, uplifting at a time when everybody really needed to be uplifting. So I really do hope that Black Mirror wins. All right. Moving on to Outstanding Limited Series. The nominees are Big Little Lies, Fargo, Few, Joan and Bet, Bet and Joan, Bone and Jet. I don't know. Anyway, Genius and The Night Of. Jen, my wish for this category is I wish that Fargo hadn't been so inconsistent this year because... I love the first two seasons. I especially love the first season. But season three was just so hit or miss for me. And the performances were fine and good. I just, it didn't captivate me and really intrigue me and, 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 and challenge me as much as the first two seasons. Um, but of these, it's probably still my second favorite. Uh, but I just wish it had been a little better this season. Well, you know, I disagree with you on that. I thought it was great. But, um, I was actually rooting for the night of, but I feel like we know the winner will be Big Little Lies, and we will both scoff at it and move on to the next category. Yep, my want is the night of, and my will is Big Little Lies. Shocker. Okay, all right. Moving on to I didn't do a I didn't do a wish want will on that. I'm sorry. Is your was your want the night of? It was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have a wish. Yeah. My wish is that oh. Big Little Lies didn't exist. <laughs> Fair. All right. Good. All right. Outstanding comedy series Atlanta, Blackish, Master of None, Modern Family, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Veep. 
my wish, I feel like this is beating a dead horse who has been sent to um, either the good place or the bad place because I want the good place to replace Modern Family. Modern Family, fine show, nothing against it, but its course has been run. Move on. The Good Place is one of the best comedies, deserves to be nominated. Jen? I love Modern Family. I still think it's really good. I just don't understand why the Emmys think that once they nominate something, they have to nominate it for its entire run. And I really do feel like at this point, it's just habit. I don't feel like people are watching Modern Family. I don't feel like like they're just they're just like, well, that has to be in there. Like there always has to be something consistent and it doesn't make sense. Uh, my wish is The Good Place. I'm very uncomfortable with how much we're agreeing. Are you feeling that? I am. I mean, like, we, we, this never happens. Like, especially with wishes, we generally have a much more divergent wishes. I mean, we, that's where we disagreed the most, but it's very odd. Yeah, it's weird, but I do wish that the good place had been nominated. My want is Master of None. <laughs> I have made no secret of my obsession with season two. I thought it, the writing was amazing. Um, Aziz has really shown himself to be a cra- crazy good writer. So that's my want. But I don't think it's going to get it. No, I don't either. My my want would be Blackish just because I think it's a fun show. And I think it's 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 really good and challenges things that aren't often challenged on network TV, especially in 30-minute sitcoms. But it's not going to win. Jin the Will, though, I think this is going to be interesting. What, let's do this. I'll start. I, I would not... in any way be surprised if Atlanta won. In fact, I would I, I might even give it a 40% chance to win, but I think like with Julia Lee Dreyfus, if you pick against Veep, like you're asking to be wrong. I mean, it it's one, it's going to not win at some point, whether that's this year, next year, or just when it's not on the air anymore, but I'm not going to be a stupid idiot that picks it to get beat. I mean, you know, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me six times, shame on you, or however that goes. I feel like George W. Bush when saying that. But what about you? What do you think will win? Uh, Veep, because it's my favorite show and it's the best show on television. But if it were the Golden Globes, I might bet on Atlanta yes. because the Golden Globes love freshman shows. They love surprising. The foreign press loves to throw curveballs. Emmys aren't like that. Emmys are creatures of habit. So yes. I am going to stick with Veep as well because it's the You're, best show. Yeah. I mean, that's why we've got Golden Globe winner Rachel Bloom, Golden Globe winner Gina Rodriguez, Golden Globe winner, although, and Emmy winner Tatiana Meslani um, years later. But yeah, you're right. The, the Hollywood Foreign Press likes to kind of go outside the box and do new things and different things. Emmys, not so much. All right, our final category, Jen, the Outstanding Drama Series. Nominees are Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, House of Cards, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. What's your wish here, Jen? I mean, at this point, (laughs) (laughs) it's Rectify and The Leftovers. And dear Emmy voters, you are pieces of shit for never (laughs) nominating these shows. Thank you. I'm going to just add The Americans. I had The Leftovers over Westworld. It's a superior HBO show in every single way. The Americans over House of Cards. It's a superior political show in every single way. And the final season of Rectify over literally anything. You could, in my opinion, you could have taken out anything that is nominated, even things that I liked, maybe other than The Handmaid's Tale. Um, And I would have been fine with Rectify replacing it. Those three shows are as close to perfection as you can get on television without getting any of these nominations. So I'm with you, Jen. Um, what's your want here? This is an interesting one. 
Oh, you know my want. I have I have raved about this show since it first came out. Okay. And I adore it and I've watched it three times all the way through. And it might it would pull off a pretty big upset because of all the buzz it got. I think I just think the buzz was a little too long ago. But my want is Stranger Things because I adored it. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I will say I I tweeted that I went to a screening of the movie It last week and you replied something you were very much against that movie, right? I'm not thrilled about it. I um I'm being taken to it this weekend against my will after losing a bet. <laughs> so I'm not thrilled about that, but uh proceed. Okay. There's a lot of stranger things in this. And it's interesting because it, in quotation marks, was probably being filmed when Stranger Things was first gaining popularity uh, in, in its Netflix release. So I don't know that it was done on purpose. There is one star that was in both Stranger Things and It, but there's a lot of connective DNA tissue between the two. So that might pique your interest a little bit more as you watch it. But I really enjoyed It. But my want is The Handmaid's Tale. I've raved about it already. I love The Handmaid's Tale. I want that to win. Jen, I think it's going to win. I, I would not be surprised if This Is Us or The Crown or even Stranger Things did win. But I think The Handmaid's Tale is. It just seems like that perfect storm we talked about. But This Is Us is a network show. It's more of a feel-good show. People like to pat themselves on the back about shows that feature diversity. Um, so I could see This Is Us winning, but... I'm going to go with Handmaid's Tale. I don't feel great about that pick from a strategic point of view, though. Well, I picked the same thing. So um, I feel like this is the trap we always fall into with Emmys. There's always one category where like, well, this is wide open. It could go to anyone. I'm guessing it'll go to this, but it could be anything. And then you're like, oh, I went to this. It's The Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. I, I don't. I can't see anything else winning. I would be very surprised. Um, like I said, The Crown and Stranger Things had a lot of buzz, but it was kind of last summer. And This Is Us, um, you know, like you said, it's a network show and everything's moving away from network right now. So I, I feel like it's The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. All right, Jen, that means we don't have a lot of divergent things, but I feel like we have to do a bet anyway. I mean, don't we? We didn't agree on Variety Sketch. There was like uh, two or three we didn't agree on. So here, here's here's what we didn't agree on. We didn't agree, agree on outstanding variety talk series, outstanding reality competition program. That would be so funny if it came down to the variety and competition shows. We also didn't agree on um, supporting actress in a drama. Is it worth having a wager, Jen? Uh, it's up to you. I mean, we're still kind of working off our last wager. Yeah, that one goes till the the Academy Awards. But yeah. Um, I'll, you are the reigning champion, so if you want to propose a wager, I, I will defer to you. I feel like, honestly, neither one of us are very excited about this program. <laughs> and um, The Emmys, we, we, you mean? The Emmys, and we're both incredibly bitter about the leftover snubs. Yeah. So maybe we skip this and hold off until the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the – well, oh, the Golden Globes would be really weird. That would be really interesting because I feel like the the Emmys are so much easier to predict because we do have the track record of what people have done, picked in years past. With the Oscars, it really is a crapshoot. You get a little bit of information from the other awards leading up to it, but 
It's not like you have seasons of Veep to rely on. You don't have, you know, seasons of Modern Family to rely on. You have a one and done thing with these voters. So that might be a better idea, especially because we literally the things we didn't agree on are things that half of them we don't really watch and the other half are things we were really conflicted on so i'm fine with that but we will uh update it nonetheless and see how we did i would love it if we got all of them right where we agreed because i feel like all of my anger will be at least mitigated a little bit if we were proven correct yeah well it doesn't make up for the leftovers but I really encourage everyone to watch it as much as we talk about it ad nauseum. Uh, it's kind of like a Hamilton thing where you're like, can it really be that good? It is. It's watch amazing. It. <laughs> and if you get depressed watching the first season, that's okay. It gets better. Like it, the first season, you have to be depressed for the next two seasons to resonate. And I mean, the topic is really depressing, but it does get away from that grief porn uh, after the first season. All right, so thanks for listening to this episode of Broadway World, Something Like a Pop Podcast. You can find all hey, of our episodes. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, Matt and I give each other a lot of shit, but in the past few weeks, uh, you know, Los Angeles has been in a heat wave that developed into deadly fires, and Matt has literally been in the eye of a hurricane. So there's a lot of shit going on all over the world. So I just wanted to say to you that even though I give you a lot of shit, I'm very glad that you're okay and that your family's okay and that uh, we should send our good thoughts to everybody in Texas and Florida and Mexico and everywhere in the world that's suffering right now. Absolutely. Well said. I mean, uh, you know, we we talk a lot more off air that's more personable and more like normal when we I feel like when we're recording we get into our habits of these personas where we're adversaries and we hate everything that the other person likes but um but yeah you're right you know we we agree on so much that it's fun to kind of disagree about the stuff that we disagree on but outside of the entertainment world we both kind of see the world the same way and I think you're absolutely right with all the crap that's going on um it's good to say yep we can escape and think about the Emmy awards for a few minutes but there's a lot more important things going on and there's a lot of people around me that are in much worse uh, situations than I am. So I really appreciate that, Jen. Word. To your mother. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Broadway World Sound Like a Pop Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on broadwayworld.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So make sure to subscribe and download. Also, do our egos a favor. Follow us on Twitter at EpineQ, at BWMAT, and SLIP Podcast. We will keep you updated throughout the Emmys on our predictions and let you know how we did. And then we have a list of Palooza episode that's like literally two months old by now. That'll be our next episode. And then we'll get back to our season four. It's not three, Jen. I, I told you it was three. It's season four uh, here coming up later uh, in September and early October. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you around the Broadway world. <laughs>